Welcome to We Got Goals, a podcast by aswetlife.com on which we talk to high achievers about their goals. I'm Gina Anderson Cohen, and in our fifth season of the podcast, we're still talking to high achievers about their goals, but we're adding a little twist. We're inviting listeners on, just like you, to get your questions answered in a segment we're calling Goals to Go. We asked the listeners to tell us about their own goals and where they were stuck, and we did a little matchmaking with our guests. So on this episode, we're talking to Shanna Missette Nelson, and we've spoken to Shanna before about being a part of a multi-generation fitness business. And they pioneered a lot of what we know in today's industry through jazzercise. Today, Shanna and I are going to talk a lot about adapting, which we've all done a lot of over the past years, uh, to changing industries, both over time and very, very quickly. Uh, and we know that jazzercise has staying power because its leadership knew how to adapt slowly and over time, but we're going to dig into what it looked like this last year. And then we're bringing on our community guest, Amy Gums, to get real life answers to a big question she's working through as she pursues a goal, specifically growing her wellness business online. Phew, I can't wait to talk to <laughs> Shanna. Shanna, uh, thank you so much for joining me. You are the president of Jazzercise, which is credited as being a pioneer of the wellness industry as we know it today, uh, and a family business that's valued yes. around $100 million. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be back here. And I love the goal specific um, angle for this podcast. So I'm really happy to be here and hopefully I can help. I'm so happy to have you back. I, I know I listened to your podcast when you and Maggie Umberger recorded it mm-hmm. a couple of years ago now. And I also re-listened to your mom on how I built this with Guy Raz. Oh, yeah. And it's just such an incredible story. Um, before we jump into 2020, because who wants to talk about that? Um, <laughs> tell me what what's what has it been like to be on the inside of a family business, both like as a child, as your mom mm-hmm. was starting it, now today, mm-hmm. watching your daughter become part of it. Yeah, you know, um, I, I would have to say, and I don't know if other children who you know have family businesses or have parents that. Um, you know, have done something significant in the business world. I didn't know any different, right? Like I grew up just thinking that every mom put on leotards and tights several times a day and ran out the door and taught a bunch of women who really adored them um, exercise. Like that was just so my normal in my life. Um, And then ironically, I did it to my daughters as well. So um, they have the same story I do, except theirs has a whole lot better babysitting room than me in the corner by myself as I was growing up in the 70s and 80s. So, um, you know, I mean, the one thing I will say about Jazzercise in particular is that I just grew up around strong women. I grew up around women um, who are successful and strong and confident and so happy. You know, Jazzercise is just a really, really happy, fulfilling business, whether, uh, you know, and program, whether you're a customer or a franchisee. So I feel really fortunate. Like I grew up just thinking I could do anything. Um, And hopefully my daughters feel the same way. I love that. Um, And before we started recording, we were chatting briefly about your daughter, Skyla, teaching her first class this yes. year. What what was it like to watch that? Oh my gosh. It was just so fun. Um, it's so fun to see her be so happy and so excited. Both of my daughters are competitive dancers. So kind of um, segueing into jazzercise, uh, you know, especially for Skyla now that she's 18 and can be a franchisee. 
um, seemed normal, but I didn't really know if she was going to do that or not. You know, I never pushed her. My mom never pushed me. So, you know, her making that decision on her own and being so excited and then teaching and just doing such a good job and caring so much um, and really understanding the culture of our company and our program and what we really try to do for our customers is just really, really fulfilling. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I saw you post about it on Instagram and it, I, f- I felt very emotional about it. And I'm not even in your family. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, let's talk about 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, first of all, a lot has changed since we first had you on the podcast just after sure. your 50th anniversary. Um, what sort of changed for the company during 2020? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what else has changed since last we saw you? Yeah. So um, I think one of the things that was really beneficial to Jazzercise when COVID hit and the pandemic really had, you know, hit the U.S. is that we have franchisees all over the world. So we were already in um, kind of crisis management for our European franchisees, particularly Italy. So we were already formulating a plan and trying to figure out what can we give to them? What can we do for them? You know, their, their businesses are shut down. So, you know, within about two weeks of that, we, it was March 13th here and, um, you know, we shut down. So I think for us, we were already in that mode, which was really, really helpful. Um, and the other thing that really was just a blessing for us is that we had started Jazzercise On Demand, our digital platform in fall of 2019. So we immediately said, okay, the country is shutting down. We are going to give all of our members worldwide access to Jazzercise On Demand. We started with 60 days um, free access to it. And then we ended up doing 90 days for our customers worldwide. It cost us money, but we felt like what it was going to cost us was going to keep our members jazzercising and keep them feeling good, especially at a time when everyone needed um, not only physical health, but mental health to, you know, to help, to, to be, a, you know, of service to them. So that was really helpful in the beginning. Yeah. And, and what's so interesting too, is that the company itself, like on demand's not new. Recording yeah. your workouts isn't new for Jazzercise, right? You have a long history of, of creating content that way. Yes, we do. That's, you know, how our franchisees have gotten their choreography worldwide for decades. So, um, you know, we just had not created a consumer facing digital platform. And so, um, you know, having launched that in the fall and having it up and ready and then going to our, um, our platform that runs Jazzercise On Demand and saying, listen, we want to, you know, be able to give the 60 days free to our customers worldwide. Like, how are we going to do this? And we need to make it happen. Um, one of the benefits is we're a smaller company. We're not a huge company. So when we need to make decisions, we can act quickly and, um, and kind of like you said at the beginning, when we got online, it were mostly women, so we can get it done. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, for the listener at home, Shanna, Amy, and I were all like two minutes early and ready to go. <laughs> and I joked, trust three women to be on yes. time and ready. Yes. Yes. So, and then the other thing that we did really quickly, because um, we also felt like Jazzercise On Demand is great, but they are recorded classes. It's not live. 
So um, I just said to, which I didn't realize that I said this, but my director of marketing reminded me of this later on that I said to our team, I was like, you guys, we've got to do live classes. Like we've got to get on. We've got to say like, hey, everybody in our Jazzercise community, we're here, we're going to do this. And so we want to connect with you. It's so important because our community is so strong. So we went on Facebook Live um, and I taught the first class and we had 11,000 people that got on the class. <laughs> wow. I know. And it was literally my sister-in-law who was quarantining with me, my two daughters. We had like a tripod at our one of our studios on stacked on mats with like um, AirPods on the mat to pick up the sound. I mean, it was rinky dink alley, let me tell you. <laughs> but like we got, you know, with there's something I think endearing to like, hey, you guys, we're going to do this and let's see how it goes. And then I remember my daughter Skyla like ran to the little office area and comes out with a sign where she wrote 11 K on it. And I was like, (laughs) but it was so, it was so fantastic. And so, um, it made you feel so good and everybody got to connect and comment and see people from all over the world. It was really special. That's awesome. And we continued those classes, um, free and live on Facebook through the middle of July. And then um, we still are doing them live, but now it's um, password protected just for our members worldwide. So we are continued the global live streaming four times a week. I, I love that. And I think that's such an elegant solution that's both like retaining your members, keeping them excited, mm-hmm. but also for a time you were providing so much value. And I think that's inherent to kind of what Jazzercise is. Like it's, it's a, a business with a purpose too. Can you talk yes. a little bit about if the purpose has stayed the same during the pandemic or if it's evolved a little bit? I think our purpose has just been strengthened. So one of the things that, um, you know, my mom never set out to create a company. It just, she was doing what her passion was, which was dance and just kind of stumbled upon, wow, people really like what I'm doing. So I'm going to continue to do it. But she also talks a lot about passion with purpose. Like it's really important. You can't, you know, if you're doing what you love, there's also, you know, if there's a purpose for it and whether it's helping people, whatever your, you know, passion and goals are, um, that is so helpful. So I think what, you know, part of our purpose is providing our customers whoever wants to jazzercise that ability and to be comfortable and feel accepted and to have fun too. Um, You know, we really want to have a good time and we want everybody to get out of it, whatever it is that they need. That's one of the things that I think is jazzercise's secret sauce over the years is that, you know, you can have an 18 year old in class next to someone who's 65. They both can love jazzercise, have their connection that they love jazzercise, but you know, the 18 year old can be lifting bigger weights and doing the planks and the pushups, or maybe it's a 65 year old. I mean, Hey, you know, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, uh, you know, say that someone who's 65 is not going to be super fit, but they both can get whatever they want and need out of the workout together and be, you know, next to each other, but be really, you know, three times her age and, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's, it's also, so I have a couple questions uh, that are tactical about on-demand because I'm curious. I'm a curious cat. Um, can you tell me which platform you ended up using to host your on-demand? Yes, um, Intellivideo. Oh, that's great. I love yes. in, Intellivideo. Yes. Um, and then 
uh, as you work with, because you're a franchisor um, mm-hmm. and your business is a franchise or you have some corporate yes. studios, but you work with a ton of franchisees. Yes. Um, can you talk to us? I, I know we've, we've heard from, from some franchisors who have had a little difficulty navigating doing on-demand and having franchisees. Has that been sure. uh, something that you found opportunity in? Um, yeah, I will tell you it was difficult. And I, I think what I what we learned as a franchisor when we did launch Jazzercise on Demand is communication is so key, like communicating ahead of time um, what your plans, how it's gonna, how how your plans are gonna fall into place and how they will affect them. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you, we did not do such a good job of it. Um, you know, having our 50th launching JOD the same year was probably a little um, you know, we're a really energetic group. We perhaps fit off a little bit more than we should have at the, at the time, you know, hindsight, but um, communicating your plan and communicating how that's going to affect them. And I will tell you that we did have a lot of franchisees that were concerned about their business, that they would have customers that would move from their locations to Jazzercise On Demand. And luckily we were able to provide them with the statistics and the information that that is not what is happening. And then even after, you know, the pandemic hit and having everyone flip over for, um, a, you know, a good amount of time, you know, some of it was six weeks. I mean, we're still not in our studio here in California. So mm-hmm. it's been 11 months and long time. Um, you know, we're just not finding that customers want to stay just on the digital side when they have a home studio and they're so connected to the instructors. So one of the things that we did last year after we got everyone on Jazzercise On Demand and we're doing the live classes. We also negotiated with um, all of the music rights industries, the pros, to be able to have our franchisees be able to live stream. And so we got permission. We paid for that for our franchisees. So everyone started streaming initially through Facebook um, and now they've moved to other platforms since it's been going on longer than any of us thought it was going to. So, you know, securing those rights for them so that they can live stream to their customers because you know, their customers want to see them and their instructor team. Um, it's great to take from people at Jazzercise Inc., but they're connected to their home studio. So that was another thing that we did that really enabled um, our franchisees to not only, you know, connect with them, um, but let their, you know, customers have Jazzercise the way they're used to it. Yeah. I, I think that's so powerful too, because even even hearing your mom, Judy, share her story on how I built this, she was talking about how it wasn't ever really about her, you know, mm-hmm. it was, it was about the method. And I, I think allowing your, your franchisees to stay connected and to keep streaming allows it to stay that way. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I have to give such major props to our franchisees because a lot of them, you know, it was like a very sharp learning curve of how to stream, how to get your customers connected on Facebook, making sure they understood that, um, and them getting their home studio set up to be able to live stream their classes, all of that was, they, they acted really, really quickly. And we, you know, again, as a company really tried to provide them with all of the tools up front. Um, we have a, um, LMS system that we use for our franchisees. So having them go there and we have a whole COVID module, which has everything that they would need to be able to, you know, keep their business moving. So, um, that's been just so helpful and I'm so proud of them. That's awesome. And I think one thing we've, we've heard from every business owner is exactly what you just said too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at the, at the outset of this is like, Oh, if, if we had communicated better, like 
none of us knew. (laughs) I know. I know. It's like, Oh gosh, crystal ball. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, well we, we got to talk about the future too, because we love, we love to think about what else you're going to do. So talk to us about Jazzercise, um, and, and its future. What's a big goal you're setting and how are you going to get there? Yeah. Well, one of the things, um, obviously the fitness industry is forever changed, uh, with 2020. And I do believe the digital aspect of our business is going to continue. So, um, one of the things that we are working on right now is an integration so that, um, our franchisees will be able to offer as, um, part of memberships to their current customers and future customers, a digital side of the platform. So they will be able to opt into live streaming and opt into Jazzercise on demand along with their in-studio membership. So we are um, working harder than ever now, again, just to get all of that integration going so that we can offer that, you know, probably within, I mean, I've given my team the goal of next year, but might be a little bit longer. You never know. (laughs) So um, trying to get that going because it is, it, 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 we are all forever changed, right? With this. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting too, because I think we're hearing from a lot of fitness businesses, that exact same goal, like that two pronged approach you want to have like the in-person so you can continue to have community, but people behavior has changed forever. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen customers uh, here at our studios locally where I teach that are, you know, diehard jazzercisers in our studio five times a week. And one of them said to me, she's like, well, I do kind of just like rolling out and rolling into my garage. And I was like, what? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it was surprising to me and she's not the first person that I've heard say that. So, um, you know, obviously California, we're, you know, in a little bit of a crisis mode here. So going out is not quite the option, but we have also been offering classes outside, um, since July, And we have 11 classes outside. So even with that, she still likes to go in her garage. So go figure. Go figure. And what's funny is a year ago, none of us would have ever expected this. No, not at all. Like, not at all. Um, Shanna, is there anything before we jump into our goals to go segment that you need listeners at home to know about uh, Jazzercise On Demand or Jazzercise in general? Yeah. You know, I think, um, what I would say, and I say this quite a bit is that, you know, a lot of people maybe know of Jazzercise and know of it from, uh, the eighties, but just that we are a modern contemporary fitness company. And if you like to dance, we are going to be your jam. So check us out. We do have lots of different options. And especially right now with the country being so segmented as far as who's open, who's not, who can go to studio, who can't, um, we have classes, whether digitally, virtually, and in studio happening all around the world. So um, check us out. I love it. And just so the listener at home knows one more time, even if they don't know, uh, dance is associated with creativity, with happiness, and just with a general like better life too. But Jazzercise yeah. also has weights, right? Oh yeah, we do. We have a, about 10 different um, class formats, different types of classes that we integrate. So we, when we use strength training, we have um, strength training in every single class that we offer. We have HIIT training, we have core, we've got kickboxing classes, we've got um, you know interval fusion, we've got all sorts of different classes 
that will meet your need. And even if you're not a dancer, but you just like to dance, um, if you're the person that at a wedding or likes to be out on the dance floor, then we would be for you. And, you know, we give modifications and our instructors are so good at breaking down the movements to really help you um, feel successful. And that is always our goal. And one of the things that Jazzercise has strived for is that you've got to feel successful in that class to keep going. Because if you don't feel successful, you're going to feel defeated and be like, I'm not going to keep doing this. It's too hard. So we just like to have fun, but don't let the fun fool you. It's super effective. Yeah. I love that. And you don't have to look in a mirror if you don't want to either. No mirrors. No, no, we don't. It's just follow the leader and just, you know, have a good time. Amazing. So let's set the tone for Amy. Amy, before you come in, I want to know, Shanna, what do you remember about stepping into a leadership role at Jazzercise and what early goals did you set? Yeah. You know, um, stepping into a leadership role for me, um, for me, I'm kind of fascinated with human behavior. So I've always been a person that, um, has recognized that you really, you can have a leadership style, but you really have to cater your leadership to each person that you are leading a a little bit individually. So, um, I really recognized early on in my career that how I say something to one person, I might have to tweak it a little bit for somebody else. And I think that is a really important, um, goal for somebody who's in a leadership role. I, I liken it to parenting. You know, I have two daughters and they could not be uh, more different. And I remember when I had my second daughter, I was like, oh, I got this. I know what to do. And then I've quickly learned I knew nothing. So I, I think that is the same in leadership that you can, you know, set your tone and have consistency there, but you really do need to uh, modify how you communicate sometimes so that, you know, you both can get what you need from each other. I love that. Um, So now it's time for goals to go. Amy Gums is here with us. Um, Amy, we're so excited to welcome you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your goal and what you've done so far to reach it. Hello, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here and join you guys. I am a personal trainer. I've been training for the last five years and all of that was in person, one-on-one training up until last August when I transferred online. Um, I was working at a gym and now I'm independent, which is a big difference. Um, And yeah, I really enjoy the freedom of running my own business, but it comes with a lot of work. And to imagine my business in 50 years, like how Jazzercise has sustained for so long, it's like hard to even imagine. Um, And not only that, I feel like as I've learned and listened and read about Jazzercise, you guys have like really stayed ahead and not really been catching up. Like you guys have just been like, this is what we're doing. This works with our audience, we're doing it. And then the fitness industry is like, oh, that's good. We want to do that. Um, And so, uh, yeah, I guess my main question is I think about like building my online business um, and just training in general. How have you guys like been able to stay true to who you guys are, fun, dance, encouraging, inclusive, while also kind of trailblazing fitness? and continuing, yeah. even like that you guys went on demand before it was cool. 
like <laughs> <laughs> yes we got we got lucky there um you know I think <laughs> I think staying true to who you are. So personal training is is your thing, right? And that's what you mm-hmm. really enjoy is, I, and I'm making assumptions here, but you enjoy that one-on-one and that connection with your um, client. So I think staying true to that is really important. But then I always try to step into the consumer's shoes. Like if I was a consumer and I'm looking at your business, what do I want from you? And then what also do I need from you? So putting yourself in that place, um, for me really helps me to hone in on what I need to focus on. So for instance, last year with Jazzercise, you know, as the months went on with, um, closures with our, you know, not having classes in our actual studios, whether they were just streaming or outside or a combination of, Um, I was like, you guys, we have to do something each month. So something each month that is going to capture our customers' attention and get them excited for the next month. And I mean, quite honestly, during COVID, there's so little things to be excited about, (laughs) right? Or, you know, I'm definitely a person where I need a carrot in front of me. I need a trip. I need, you know, a fun dinner and there have been none of those. So I was Mm -hmm. like, I need something fun to look forward to. So we did different kinds of classes. We did, um, you know, you can do theme classes or have a theme for the month or have challenges. We've done those types of things to get um, our customers excited. We've even added, you know, as a surprise, like, hey, we're going to do a surprise bonus class and it's streamed today. And so here you guys, you know, just today, Monday at 1230, and we post about it about a day ahead of time, just little extra things like that, that even if someone can't participate in it, they're still seeing you, they're hearing from you, and they're seeing what you're offering. Um, And then staying connected through social media has been huge. Um, All of our, so for instance, at our studios, I've got about 50 instructors between the two studios that I manage. Um, We have a closed Facebook page where all of our current customers, that's where they go to stream and to see our classes. But we also engage on there. So anytime someone is teaching class, they're posting, they're posting after class, they're going on there talking about what class they're going to teach. So keeping that community um, alive with their instructors that they love, which would be you, um, you know, getting on there and telling them what they have to look forward to has really, really made a difference. Um, and our instructors also post on their own social channels outside of these closed groups. So, um, you know, just continuing to be motivational and inspirational in that kind of engagement has really, really been helpful for us. That's awesome. That's like getting me excited just thinking (laughs) about like planning fun events and like something every month. I totally resonate with you with like the things that I look, usually get excited about are not happening right now. That's hard to get through month by month. <laughs> it's so true. And, you know, I still am surprised so much of the time when you post something um, or there's something for them to look forward to, how important that is and how meaningful it is for mm-hmm. our clients. And so sometimes I underestimate even like, oh, I don't know, is this exciting? Is this inspirational? And then you, you know, you hear from somebody and you're like, even if it's helped just one person, it's so worth it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so then my next question kind of with that and like with you um, coaching other franchisee owners, how do you encourage them to problem solve and um, notice the problem and then help them like move their businesses forward. I feel like you kind of touched on those things, but is there like Mm -hmm. a question that you're like, well, let's think about this or 
Yeah. You know, I think what is, it's kind of what I said already, but going back to what does your customer need? What does your client need um, is really, really important. A lot of times I find that um, businesses will make decisions that are either easier for them or maybe financially better for them. And not that there isn't a place for that, but you've got to be, you know, um, consumer centric in your decision-making because that is, and especially with women. And I feel like I, I have been around women my whole life. I know women, I only have daughters. (laughs) So it's like, I feel like I really know what they need. And so when we make those decisions with their needs in mind, you really can't go wrong. And sometimes it, it does mean it's a lot more work as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of work this year, this past year. Um, mm-hmm. But in the long run, you know, doing that extra work and being able to give your clients what they need and, and are craving and want now really will pay off in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely makes sense. And one of the other things that I'm like, noticing just from listening to you talk is like having the confidence to do it too. Um, you guys just like have figured out solutions and then put in the hard work, but like did it and are doing it. And like your goal, um, for this coming year, it's like, we're doing this, we're going to make it work. So that's encouraging for me too. That's not really a question, but (laughs) thank you. Well, you know, I do think that there's a lot to be said, especially, and you're the leader in your business, right? So you're the leader for your clients and that you being, um, even if you're not, because (laughs) I will tell you, there's a lot of times that on the inside, I'm like, we're going to do this. And then on the inside, I'm like, oh my gosh, are we, but you have to (laughs) exude that confidence and exude that problem solving and know that, you know, your people will follow and they're, they're, they're going to follow your lead. So your clients, you saying like, Hey, you guys, we can do this. I'm here for you. What do you need? All of those things I think makes a huge difference. And it's amazing what you can get done when you are saying like, we're, we can do this. It's, it's going to happen. Um, Mm -hmm. so it is confidence is, is really, really important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is good. I'm like, I'm feeling more confident right now just to go oh, like good. plan business plan after this. <laughs> yeah, good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm going to echo Gina here. going to echo two things I just heard. Um, cause I, I think for the listener at home, this could be groundbreaking. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> one, one thing I heard for sure through everything Shanna was saying that was a benefit for the consumer was it was essentially creating community uh, by connecting Mm -hmm. them to each other and to the instructors that they know and love. Shanna, would you say that that's accurate? Yes. Um, very accurate. Um, so we, we did it a couple of different ways this past year. And, um, like I said, we've, we've been streaming through Facebook. And so most of our locations have a closed Facebook group for their current customers, right? Where they go and they stream or they're using other streaming services. We also created, um, pages on Facebook that are for all of our customers, even the ones that have canceled or that are on hold so that they can stay connected. And I think that's a really important thing. Um, I mean, obviously it's important for the consumer. So, because, you know, some of them had to cancel because of financial reasons. It's not that they wanted to stop jazzercising or it's not that they wanted to stop working out with their personal trainer. They just really couldn't do it. Or, you know, they've got kids at home and they're distance learning. So we didn't want to exclude anybody and make them feel like 
bad that they had to cancel or go on hold. So we have these other pages and all of my instructors locally and these locations worldwide, they're posting in there as well. So they're like, you know, sending messages of inspiration and motivation and, and letting them know what we're doing. So, you know, we're saying, Hey, you guys, it's a new month. Here's what we're doing this month. We hope you can get back on. Um, if you can't, we would just want to keep you connected. So that community has really, really been, um, so crucial to our success. And I think sometimes you don't, you forget about the people that when they cancel, right. Cause you're so focused on who you have, which is important, but, um, I do think that this next year is going to be a really great opportunity to remarket to people that were with you prior. But, you know, after this 2020, they had to hop off for a while. Mm-hmm. And I think, Amy, for you, um, it's it's just starting to think about, like, how you can connect the people who they might not be coming to you in a class, but they still are all connected to you. Like, And the more right. that they can come to associate, like, their friendships, their community with what you're doing, the more yeah. connected they'll all be to each other and to you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cause they obviously love what they're doing with you. And if, you know, personal training is their thing, then they would be connected to someone else who's personal training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a really good idea for me to <laughs> I figure out how to make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. And then the other thing I want to echo that Chana said that was just genius and also like goes back to the the story of her mom too, is kind of faking it, you know, like for the first few years and, and Shanna, correct me here, but the, for the first few years that Jazzercise was in business, like nothing was legal. <laughs> no, no. I, my mom is so funny. I, I really wish that every uh, business owner could be in a meeting with her sometimes. Cause she's like, well, why can't we do that now? Because back in the day you just did whatever. There was no, <laughs> you know, participation authorization forms. There was no, um, you know, I literally, I was, when I listened to my mom on how I built this, I, I actually listened to that story. Like I wasn't there. I was like, what happened next? And then I'm like, oh wait, no, I was, I was alive during that time. But I was like her accountant. I would sit at, you know, the front of the class, like with her little money bag and people would just put their money in there, you know, to pay for class. And I would collect it. It was a grocery bag, a paper grocery bag. And, um, you know, so yeah, I mean, she just kind of went for it and just was like, we're going to do this. She always had so much confidence and, um, crazy things and people, people would follow. Um, luckily she was doing all really good things, nothing bad, but, um, (laughs) but yeah, confidence is just so important. And sometimes you do have to fake it. And sometimes you do have to tell people like, we, we can do this. We're going to get this done. And then everyone's like, okay. (laughs) Amy, anything else you need from Shanna? I know she is an incredible mentor and she does a great job mentoring her franchisees too. So soak it in. I believe it. Yeah. Well, I feel like I already have a a good like five, five takeaway to-do list from this. So I thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're so welcome. I'm happy to help and good luck. You can do it. Thank you. You could do it, Amy. All right, Shanna, before we go, (laughs) we got a couple of questions from listeners that we want to ask you. Actually, some compliments too. I'm going to start with the compliments and then we'll end with the question. Um, So Paul Floyd wanted you to know that he heard, everybody's talking about how I built this, that he heard how I built this and was amazed at the business that was built and just wanted to say kudos. Oh, thank you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Um, Then we also heard from Ashley Rockwood, who wanted you to know that she danced at the same company as your mom in Chicago and has talked to your mom before and finds her so inspiring. 
Oh, that's so great. I will tell her. Thank you. We'll, we'll share the message, Ashley. Yeah. And then a question. Okay. Shana, Shana asked, do you have any tips for collaborating with other pe- people, businesses, or brands? Yes. Um, I first would make sure in collaboration that um, their, their goals align with yours. Um, you know, not every business has the same goals. And so I would make sure that they're in alignment with how you operate your business. And, and, you know, even like ethically, like, is it, is this a good match for you? Um, Jazzercise has not done a lot of things that other fitness companies have done. Um, just because, you know, it's really, we have really high standards. And so aligning myself with another brand means that I've got to really believe in what they're doing. And then I also would make sure that any alignment matches what you're doing. For instance, I probably wouldn't do anything with a donut shop or a donut brand because that doesn't really match health and fitness. Um, And so those kinds of things, I mean, that's kind of an obvious choice, but making sure that um, they align with what you're trying to do and who you are as a business, you know, I'm health and fitness. So doing something else, health and fitness related really makes sense. And that even goes down to what you're posting online. I would say, um, you know, you want to be careful of what you're posting. If you're health and fitness, like, um, you know, you maybe as, as a, as a, you know, I say franchisee, but as an instructor or a business person don't want to post, you know, when you drive through McDonald's, not that we don't do that from time to time, but it just doesn't match with what you're trying to put out in the world. So those are some of my tips for aligning yourself with another company. Yeah. It sounds like values alignment are really strong there too. I'm, I have a follow-up just hearing you sort of chat through that. Like, I I think as mentalities have changed over the past, I think every decade has kind of like a different mentality when it comes to wellness. Like mm-hmm. the sixties and seventies uh, folks were like, Oh, it's fine. Women can exercise now. That's great. Sure. <laughs> and then, yes. and then we had the eighties, which obviously it was like big scrunchies and, and like warmers and nineties was all like, don't eat fat and do all the cardio. <sighs> um, yes. So as, as we navigate through, through all of these changes in mentality, are you finding it easy to connect with every demographic of consumer um, or is that a shift? Um, I feel like it is a little bit easier because I do believe that being accepting of however anyone wants to do health and wellness is a little bit, um, it's a broader landscape, so to speak. And I, people are a little bit kinder to each other as far as health and wellness. You know, it was very extreme on all sides of extremeness, <laughs> um, through the decades. So I do feel like people nowadays are a little bit kinder. And so, you know, you don't want to necessarily have the best cut bicep or, you know, do some extreme type of diet or something like that. That's okay. You know, like, I'm over here doing this and, um, and it's working for me. So I do feel like that has helped, um, there, and I do think there's a movement for being accepting generally speaking when it comes to age, shape, size, everything, which really fits so well with Jazzercise. That's who we've been from the beginning. Um, although, you know, I will say that there was lots of kind of criticism of us on all sorts of sides because of that. So it's interesting how it's kind of come full circle now for us. Yeah, it is super interesting too, because now it's, it is like we at a sweat life, like love health at every size. And we love sort of watching the way that we've shifted towards health being a lifestyle. And, Mm -hmm. and this is something you do for joy and to feel good. And it's more sustainable. And you guys have always had that. 
Yeah. Yeah, we have. Um, it is interesting to be in the business for, for this long because of that, um, you know, being so accepting and having a wide range of ages, shapes, sizes, fitness levels in our classes everywhere. Like that's just who we are, um, has been very, very good for us. And now, now it's like a thing. <laughs> so, um, and I'm glad it's a thing cause it should have been this whole time. However, I will say like, you know, we were criticized for being, you know, we were low impact and low impact wasn't good. And then low impact was good. And now high impact is bad and we were high impact. And so that's not good. And now it's okay. And so we've just been dancing and dance is good. So <laughs> You're like, we're just over here dancing. Leave us yes. alone. <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of. Um, and I love being a company that's accepting of all kinds of people because you have a much broader demographic then, right? You yep. you can take in a lot of different people when you're, you know, only going for this one niche that just, you know, it's lessens all of the people that can come your way. Yeah. I always think of exclusivity as like, the cool lunch table, you know, like there are only a couple people that can fit at the cool lunch table. And then there are a lot of other people in the cafeteria. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I'd rather be like, Hey, everyone in the cafeteria, come over here. (laughs) Uh, So Shanna, before we go, tell us anything you want to plug, anything exciting happening at Jazzercise. Well, you know, I would just say that if you are interested in Jazzercise, um, we have really this last year with 2020 behind us, um, our franchisees worldwide know what they're doing. So no matter where you are and what kind of state your area is in with COVID, there is a way for you to Jazzercise. And um, we've got streaming classes, in-person classes, outdoor classes, and Jazzercise on Demand if um, that's what you need. And so please, you know, go and seek us out. We really um, would love to have anybody that needs a community and needs some uplifting, positive um, exercise and thought we are there for you. And Amy, before we go, make sure you come off mute and plug yourself. Where can listeners find you? Yeah, I am on Instagram, amy.gums. And, um, uh, I have a website, amy.trainervision.com. So I'd love to have connect with you all. Amazing. This was another episode of We Got Goals and a SweatLife.com production, which is another thing that's better with friends. Thank you to Shanna for being here, to Amy for the fantastic question, and to our producer, Ryan Deffitt, for making this sound wonderful. And thank you, dear listener, for being a part of our community, because community is incredible. Yes, that's right. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And Amy, I'm so excited for you. Thank you. I'm there. I'm coming out of this very excited. So thank you. (laughs) You You're so welcome.